This episode of Seniors Today is sponsored by Dooley, a healthier approach to health and care. Welcome to Seniors Today, a talk show focused on what seniors and their families need to know to live their very best lives. I'm Denise Vaughn, the administrator at HomeWatch Caregivers Home Care. It's estimated that as many as 80% of the population will experience back problems at some time in their lives, and the list of possible reasons is long. However, aging still remains the number one cause of back pain. What causes our pain and what can we do about it? Thankfully, resources are available to help you care for your back so you can continue to do the things you love for as long as you love doing them. Joining me today from Dooley Health and Care, we have Dr. Islam Elbagadi, a spine surgeon and specialist in both minimally invasive and complex spine surgery, and physical therapist Joseph Agustinelli, who specializes in spine disorders, and last but not least, our guest Jeff Health, retired sales executive. Welcome, everybody. We're so glad that you guys could join us. Happy to be here. The first thing we wanted to do is learn a little bit more about what does a spine specialist work on? Yeah, and that's a good question. I get that often. And so what we do kind of comes down to two things when you want to break it down. So the first part being is if there's something pushing on a nerve or something pushing on a spinal cord, what we do is we go in there and we take that something off. Quote, unquote, we decompress the spine or the nerve that may be causing pain, weakness, or numbness. The second thing that we do is if the spine has any signs of instability, and what I mean by that is if the spine itself is shifting on itself, then I go in there and we just basically lock it in place and we fuse it. So really spine surgery is pretty simple when you think about it. It's doing one or, uh, one or both of those things um, in various fashions. But the idea behind it is the same. We take away what's causing the pain, whether it be because something's pushing a nerve or because the spine is a little unstable. And that's kind of what spine surgeons do for the most part, in simple words. Well, I'm just thinking I've had back pain, I think since I was in my 40s. I mean, Jeff, I don't know about you, if you've had any back pain. I have, yeah. But how do you know whether or not you try to treat it yourself or when do we come to see a specialist like you? Yeah, and, and you know, back pain is gonna affect everybody at some point in their life. And it can be challenging to know when exactly do I need to see a physician. And so what I would say is, if there's any red flags, and what I mean by that is, what I tell my patients, if you have pain that no longer just stays in the back or the neck and starts to shoot into the arms mm -hmm. or into the legs, or if you have numbness or tingling in the extremities associated with it, or certainly if there's any weakness, then at that point, I would definitely say that it's probably beyond something you can control with just pain medicine at home and activity modification, and you should see a specialist. But for the aches and pains that you get with regular days, it's probably best to try to treat that with some just physical exercise and activities that we'll probably go over later that I'm, uh, I think Joe will be showing us, and also with just some oral anti-inflammatories. But if it gets beyond a certain point, then I would probably see a specialist. Well, and you bring up a good point. I think even sometimes people think, well, gosh, if I go to see a physician, I'm going to probably need to have surgery, which isn't probably always the case, right? Sometimes it'll be consultation and then probably some work with physical therapy yeah. too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? no, that's exactly right. So I would say almost 80 to 90% of the patients I see, we pursue conservative treatment and that's what we call it. And that'll be either physical therapy or if they need an injection or 
putting them on some other medicine, whether it be a muscle relaxant, an anti-inflammatory. But I would say the vast majority of our patients we treat non-surgically. It's really a small subgroup of patients that end up failing all that and they have a specific pathology that end up needing surgery. Well, that's actually a total relief. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a relief. Joe, tell us a little bit about when a patient comes to you, what, what happens? What do you do when you work with them? Sure. So the really fun and unique part about being a physical therapist is that you really get to sit down with your patients and form a plan of care that involves them. So the big question we ask all our patients is that, what are your goals for therapy? What are you limited in doing? And what do you want to get back to doing? And so from that, along with our assessment, we do measurements of range of motion, strength, special tests that we all learn in therapy. Um, it allows us to really form a nice plan of care and a good exercise program that we can initiate with patients. And those can be tailored really specifically to what the patient needs. You know, some folks will respond to exercises in one direction versus another. Certain things are painful, some things aren't. And so from there, we really want to make sure it's customized to you because a therapist really wants to get patients back to their goals and their function. That's different for everybody. And so I get the opportunity to sit down both in an initial evaluation, four, six, eight, ten sessions, depending on the specific case, and really drive home a really solid plan and really see those patients progress, which is really satisfying. I mean, I imagine for patients, but especially for us in healthcare, to see folks sort of get to the end of the end of the therapy road, make sure they have an understanding of their independent home program, so they can continue to be healthy and not have to seek further care down the road. Well, and we're really lucky to have Jeff here. We were talking about the fact that Jeff likes to golf. He's super active. Have you had back pain? Have you had to ever manage it in yeah. any way? I've, I've been to a chiropractor a couple of times and been for massage. Um, I think with my back, it will be inactivity that mm. actually messes me up more than mm. anything else. I yeah. think sitting on the couch, mm -hmm. watching TV for hours on end, yeah. and then you go try to do something, you end up tweaking something in your back, and mm -hmm. then you're back to stretching and exercising and everything else that you're supposed to do. So actually, I think you bring up a good point. Yeah. I think we've noticed a little bit more with like our Zoom culture lately. I think even in my like work world, a lot more people saying they've been having back problems. Have you noticed that? Actually, you brought up a really good point. Yeah. And so I, what I've noticed, at least in my practice, is that not all. So traditionally, yeah, it was maybe the older patient population mm -hmm. that would start coming in with these back pain. Uh, mm -hmm. complaints. But now I would say over a third of my patients are young, otherwise healthy uh, people who, because of this new kind of restrictions with travel and all of that mm -hmm. and the Zoom meetings, they live now more sedentary lives. And so it ends up coming back to inactivity, which you were referring mm -hmm. to. And so now their their hamstrings get tight, their legs get mm -hmm. tight, starts putting more pressure on their back. And all of a sudden, younger people are having all these complaints of low back pain. Well, I think about yeah. the gaming aspect too. Mm -hmm. Kids sitting in front of the TV <laughs> <Yeah. you> know, <laughs> for hours. And those are things that we didn't have growing up. We were yeah. outside doing activities yeah. as different, opposed to yeah. sitting. No, different certainly. leisure activities. Exactly. I, I think exactly. to that end as well, there are so many activities folks used to enjoy to go outdoors and do. And you know, those, a lot of those things have been restricted. So folks, leisure activities and the ways that they've stayed active have been taken away. And so mm -hmm. folks inevitably maybe end up on the couch or find a, a new hobby that involves less, less activity, mm -hmm. and then suddenly new pains start to pop up that we, we see probably in clinic. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. And the other thing I would add is telephones. I mean, just the, the cell phone nowadays, everybody's on their phone with their head down throughout the day. And mm -hmm. I think that's a big contributor to neck pain, which then radiates into the upper back. So it's just a combination, I think, of all of those things. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, you know, kind of what I was going to ask you next is what are some things we could do day to day just to prevent 
back pains from occurring? Because I, I definitely think from what I'm hearing you say, there's definitely some treatment. At least we know if we do have back pain, whether it's to you know, see a specialist like you and start to think through what the care plan could be, whether it's physical therapy or we need you know, um, you know, more treatment, but what could we do to prevent it? Yeah, I, I mean, the first thing I'd say, honestly, you brought up the best point, is inactivity is, is really the worst thing for our bodies in general, but more importantly, our back. And it's mm -hmm. really maintaining an active life. Whether that be start instituting some hobbies that get you up and moving around, or it be just instituting small exercises that you do throughout the course of a day. And, and I, I really think it comes down to maintaining an active lifestyle of being mobile and kind of getting up and moving around. I find myself yeah. checking my posture while yeah. I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> Anytime you talk about posture, everybody, everybody sits yeah. up a little bit, takes yeah. a quick check. Yeah. You know, to that point, I think we're, one thing that I find I can really help patients with is eliminate the fear of movement. You know, I think we're so trained that if we, we move and we feel something painful, we stop. We mm. sit down. We don't want to aggravate it. And so there's certain times where, yeah, we want to listen to our body and maybe be careful with those activities. But oftentimes those are sorts of pains that they're okay to work through, provided you have an understanding of kind of what to do about it. And so if I can eliminate the fear or a therapist like myself eliminates that fear of movement of activity and keeps people from sitting down too long on the couch, I think that's really where we can empower patients to take care of our own backs. Cause you know, the occasional tweak here and there is like you said, with a change in activity needs to be managed, you know, on a daily basis. And so that taking that fear away, I think is really important. Well, I know we're going to spend some time, too, um, on the second part of our episode going through some exercises, so I'm super excited about that. I did want to make sure that I ask you a, just one other thing is when people are looking for a back surgeon, because to be honest, it scares me a lot, mm -hmm. what's something that they should look for? Because it is a big decision, right? Because if obviously if they're finally deciding to make the choice to go and get their back looked at, it's serious. And they, they know that they may need a surgical intervention. What should they look for? Um, yeah, so I mean... I think one thing to look for, first of all, is um, kind of the proximity of, of where that surgeon is to you, because you're gonna wanna be able to establish good follow-up with that surgeon. So that's always important. Find somebody who is, is what I would say is kind of tried and true in the community, mm -hmm. right? And usually by just talking to your primary care doctor or you know, a, a physical medicine a rehabilitation doctor or even a physical therapist, Oftentimes, they know of a spine surgeon who has seen their patients before and was able to give good, solid recommendations, had good bedside manner, and was able to kind of tailor the care to that patient. So I would really say just kind of talk to the people in your community that you have access to to, to find somebody who's kind of already been, uh, you know, who's already uh, been experienced by the community. Wonderful. No, I think you're right. I mean, I think that word of mouth and knowing that people have had great outcomes is really helpful. And I think the relationship that you have with your team is great. So Joe, tell me a little bit about how does a, a patient find a physical therapist office? For sure. So I, I say, especially at, at Dooley, and we have 37 PT offices because for a lot of our patients, one of the most important factors is proximity. Mm. You know, we want to make sure that we have offices close to your home because we'll ask you to come in two or three times a week. And we're asking you to fit that in between you know, taking care of your kids and work and all these other life responsibilities. So having an office five minutes from home is really convenient for folks. So a lot of times when a referring provider puts in an order for therapy, folks will go on the website or even call our phone number and they just want an office close to home. And fortunately, we have a lot of great therapists, a lot of whom are comfortable treating the spine who you can, you can go and see. Um, and then one of, one of the really nice parts about the progression of care is that, you know, most of the time patients do wonderfully with therapy, but there are those cases where maybe folks haven't quite progressed the way we want to and patients will inevitably ask me, 
you know, who, who should I see next? Because it's, it's a, you know, it can be a very difficult decision. Mm -hmm. And so when you work for, you know, multidisciplinary company, I can see, you know, go see Dr. El Bugatti or another one of the spine surgeons who I get to know. And sometimes it's a nice, kind of a nice soft open to make that patient a little bit more comfortable to go see a, a highly trained specialist. I am really excited about learning about some exercises. Are there things people can do at home just in their day-to-day -day routine? Like when you first get out of bed, what's the first thing you should do just to kind of make sure yeah. you're avoiding, you know, strain on your back? Absolutely. So a lot of times when I have patients who have been dealing with some um, back soreness, I usually have people do a couple different exercises even before their feet hit the ground. There mm -hmm. are a couple classic flexion exercises. People will bring one leg up to the chest, hold that stretch maybe 15 to 30 seconds, alternate, do the same thing on the other leg. <laughs> oh, that's All right, good endorsement right here. Um, same thing, both legs at once. And then another common exercise is knees and uh, feet together, just draping the legs side to side. That's, I've had patients who will do that before their feet even hit the ground, um, just to kind of get them moving. There's some other exercises that I can demonstrate um, later on in the segment that can be done once we get out of bed as well. Um, from there, you've sort of started your day and then uh, don't be afraid to be, be active and do the things that you enjoy. That's, uh, you know, I always tell folks that the best activity is the one that you like to do because you want to keep back, going back and doing it. Well, thank you everybody for sharing all of your tips. I'm looking forward to learning more too about our exercises. So stay with us um, to the other side of the break where we're going to be demonstrating some strength exercises and learning how to protect our back. You won't want to miss it. What if, instead of worrying about being richer or younger or prettier or fancier or anything otherier? We spent a little more time trying to be a little healthier. Because at the end of the day, healthy is really just another word for happy. Welcome to Dooley, a healthier approach to health and care. What's the matter, boy? What are you trying to tell me? Is something wrong? We live in a safe community but not a crime-free community. If you see something, say something. Naperville Animal Crime Stoppers. Yes, I'd like to report a case of animal cruelty and neglect. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Monarch Landing is Naperville's premier life plan community. We are situated on 60 acres, uh, located in North Naperville, conveniently located we're at the intersection of Route 59 and Ferry Road. Monarch Landing is a life plan community. Uh, it's, an, it's an entry fee model for 62 plus uh, in age. The uh, residents uh, buy into Monarch Landing. We have full continuum of care. Those, those care levels start off in independent living. And if future healthcare needs ever come, that we have full continuum services that could be long-term skilled nursing care, short-term rehabilitation, memory care supported uh, assisted living, and respite stays at the Springs at Monarch Landing. 
We have 364 apartment style homes with 28 different floor plans. Our apartment styles and sizes range from 700 square feet to 2,200 square feet. We have one bedroom apartments, two bedroom apartments. Some of those apartments also include a den, patios, or sunrooms. We have five-star restaurant, quality dining, fast casual restaurant, Riverwalk Cafe. We have a full service fitness center uh, with all the up-to-date equipment. We have a heated pool. It's indoor uh, pool. It, it is in, a, in an atrium style fashion, so it can be opened up in summertime. Uh, we have a fitness studio as well where group fitness classes can happen from one of our many fitness coordinators or trainers. Edward Hospital has an on-site medical clinic here as well uh, that's available to the residents to have a primary physician right here on campus that they do not have to leave the building and yet can receive their, uh, their health care needs. So one of the unique amenities uh, and features of Monarch Landing is our indoor parking garage so every resident can access the garage. Many activities available to the residents that, that they go off-site for, so it could be at any one of the nearby theaters, or residents can organize groups themselves. We'll help them out from transportation uh, you know, services and our, one of our vehicles or our buses, but they'll plan many trips themselves and, and go on international cruises or international trips. We have been proudly serving in the Naperville community for over 15 years. We invite you to come to Monarch Landing and live the Monarch Landing lifestyle. It's time to settle in and branch out. Welcome back to Seniors Today. I'm Denise Vaughn, the administrator at HomeWatch Caregivers Home Care. It's so important for us to take care of our back as we age so we can stay active and do everything we love. We want to keep learning what we can do to keep our back healthy. With us from Dooley Health and Care is our physical therapist, Joe, and our guest, Jeff, to go through some exercise with us. Welcome back, Jeff and Joe. Thank you. Joe has been kind enough to agree to help us learn some exercises, both things we can do in our home and some things that could even help our golf game. Perfect. So I wanna start with a nice basic program that anyone can do at home at any time. Uh, we talked about a couple exercises you can do in bed, so this might be a good addition for once you put your feet on the ground for the first time. Perfect. So we'll start with a nice hip swing exercise. A lot of times for patient safety, I'll make sure folks have their hands on a countertop or a dresser or something nice and sturdy. We got a couple golf clubs here that we'll use instead to make sure that you're, you're good to go. All right, okay. I'm here too if you need me, John. Perfect. Good, thanks, Denise. <laughs> so we're gonna have the uh, club planted on the ground. We're gonna have a nice uh, right leg swing, okay? We'll start by bringing that right leg up to a nice stretch. Let's bring it down to reset if you need, and then straight back, and that's one. Come up over uh, in front, back down to reset, and back is two. Just make sure when you're swinging that we're staying nice and tall. Straight, yeah, right. don't let the, the trunk uh, drift forward because you want to make gotcha. sure you feel a nice stretch in that hip. Let's try okay. one more time, make sure you got it. Leg up in the air, beautiful. Nice. And you're not even stopping in the middle. Look at you, you're a pro already. <laughs> beautiful. And now let's switch sides and do the same thing on the other leg. All right. Leg up in the air, straight back. Good, he's a pro. Nice okay. tight stomach on there. Good, up in the air. I'm able to stay a little bit more straight up this way. Yeah, one more time. Make sure you're not letting side. those. Yeah, you're going forward. Looks beautiful. There you go. You got Thanks. it. You're a pro. Perfect. So set of 10 or 15 repetitions based on when things start to feel like they're loosening up. If you do 10 and you still feel tight, no harm for doing a few more. If you're starting to feel pretty good after five or six, we can move on to the next exercise. Okay. So if you mind holding the clubs for us, please. Great. Thank I'm you. Happy to help. Okay. Next exercise is going to be a nice stretch for the spine, for the shoulders, and for the ribs. We're going to stand nice and tall. Both arms are going to reach up to the ceiling. The goal of this exercise is to think height. Don't reach back behind you. Think about reaching to the ceiling. We're gonna reach up and as you do that, take a nice deep breath in through the nose and then out to the mouth and relax. And think about kind of making yourself nice and tall. 
Okay, so reach up to the ceiling. You're a tree. That's right, deep breath in. <laughs> and now, just like that, feel a nice stretch and kind of kind of stretch along the spine. That feel okay? Yep, sure did. Beautiful, so same thing, 10 or 15 repetitions. Okay. All right? Yeah. All right, last exercise, working on rotation. Right hand is gonna go behind the head like so. Okay, go nice and slow because we're gonna do a little bit of head turning. You're gonna turn your head to the right, keep your hips facing forward, we're gonna turn the shoulders to the right. Nice stretch, one, two, three, and relax. Turn the head to the right, shoulders to the right, one, two, three, and relax. How's that feel? Good. Beautiful. Let's switch. Nice stretch in the rib cage. You got it. Let's yeah. try the same thing on the other side, left right. hand behind the head. Gonna go nice and slow, we'll turn our head towards the knees. Hip stain four, turn to the left. One, two, three, relax. Same thing, turn your head to the left. One, two, three, and relax. Smiling is optional, but encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> so those are just a couple basic exercises. Uh, again, we can do a couple, couple of the stretches in bed, feet on the floor. Now you've got yourself loose in all directions and you're ready to start with your day. Excellent. Yeah. Well, one of the things we talked about is Jeff loves to golf. So I know that's one of the things we're going to talk about or things that'll take a couple strokes off of his game. Absolutely. So, well, I, can, I make no promises about that or I would follow my own advice, but this at least helps you get ready for hole number one. So uh, I always advise patients whenever you're about to start an activity, the best warm-up is to do that same activity at a lower intensity. So, you know, try to get to the course a little bit early, you know, go to the driving range, start with your pitching wedge, work your way up. You know, going cold and, you know, going to the first tee box with your, with your drivers, gonna be a tough day. So make sure you're nice and warmed up. But I do encourage a couple of stretches as well because golf is a game of rotation and having good range of motion and strength mm -hmm. through all that range. So the first stretch is called a stork stretch. We'll do this with a couple of these five irons here. Um, on the course, I recommend holding out of the golf cart with both hands to be sure you're nice and safe. So I'll demonstrate first for you, Jeff. So clubs on the ground, we're gonna take one foot, we're gonna place it up onto the inside of the leg. And this is a hip exercise, swinging the hip outwards and middle for one, out, back for two, and so on up into that 10 or 15 repetition range. And then we'll just swap, same thing. We're gonna come out and back and so on. Okay. Ready to give it a go? Sure. All right, let's do it. So take your time, make sure you set first before you pick that foot up. <laughs> yep. Beautiful. Okay, so we're gonna swing the leg I'm, out. I'm bending that club. That's a goal. <laughs> well, we know what side we have to work on the balance for. I have a spot tomorrow if we need to get you in for some balance training. Good. Swing the leg out towards me, beautiful. And back to the middle for two, and so on. Nice. Yeah, let's try the same thing on the other leg. Good. And take your time with that one, each direction. Hold it for a beat at the extreme of each stretch. Gotcha. Perfect. One, and back, and two, and so on. All right. Fabulous. That's okay. a good one, yeah. Good. Like Opens up those hips a little bit and gets you ready to go. Mm -hmm. All right. So the other stretch we're going to try is what's called an A-frame stretch. Okay. Would you mind holding the club for one time? Thank you so much. Sure. Okay. So we're going to get you in about five iron position here. Okay. okay. So we'll have those feet in that same position. Yeah. Nice bend in the knees. We're going to take the left arm. Elbow's going to go inside the left knee. Okay. And the fist is going to go inside the right knee. Gotcha. So our lower half kind of looks like an A. Okay, mm -hmm. so you're a right-handed swing, correct? Yep. Okay, so we're gonna work on the back string uh, first. Right arm's gonna be facing the ground. We're gonna keep our eyes on the moving hand, and we're just gonna swing around and reach the ceiling. That left side is keeping our legs locked in place. We're back down for one. Swinging around, two, and so on. Okay? Yeah. Then we're just gonna switch and do the same thing, okay? So now we got the right hand, elbow under the right thigh, Right fist on the left thigh. Now we'll work on the follow through. So when we hit the ball 325, you can see it, right? <laughs> okay, we're gonna swing around to the left. Nice stretch. And down for one. Nice stretch, hold for a beat. Down for two, and so on. 
All right, so I recommend those two exercises, a couple swings in the driving range, ready to go to the first tee box. You're gonna have to get all your guys doing these. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the whole foursome right there, that's perfect. So uh, another thing that, you know, this is not just things we should, can work on on the golf course. Also important to make sure we're doing these activities at home. Okay, so there's a couple of ways you can simulate some of these same rotational and strengthening exercises in the home. So we're gonna start with a lunge with a bit of rotation. So make sure you have some space so you don't, you know, knock over a lamp or what have you. Left foot is forward, right leg is back. Slight bend in the knees, not gonna have you do a big deep lunge today. That's okay, <laughs> so slight bend in the knees, right hand is gonna go on the inside of the left knee, okay? Eyes on the moving hand. Nice and slowly, we're gonna stand, and as we stand, we're gonna rotate and stretch back and down for one, two, and so on, okay? Mm -hmm. Then we'll switch sides, we'll do the right leg forward. Left hand is gonna be on the inside of that uh, right knee. Same thing, little bend in the knee, as we stand, we turn and stretch. There you go, see? Always <laughs> I'm lamps or family members. Make sure we don't whack anybody, beautiful. Staying out of your way. Good, and relax. So making sure folks feel comfortable in a nice squat position as we turn and rotate the hips, okay? Last exercise is gonna involve a problem. to take that, thank you so much. So we know golfers need to be able to be comfortable in a squat position and need to be able to have good strength on the inside of the thighs as they strike the ball and go through their follow through. So we're gonna train both of those with a prop. If you don't have a nice pink ball at home, that's okay. <laughs> a folded pillow in half is fine. Any other sports ball will work beautifully for this. This is gonna go between the knees, okay? Gentle pressure on the ball. We don't have to pop it or anything, all right? Little squeeze of the ball. Again, hold on to something at home, a countertop, uh, something nice and sturdy. Sit the rear back like you're gonna go in a chair. A little about half squat, again, about that five iron position. And we stand for one, squat for two, and so on. Okay. All right, let's yeah. give it a go. See what you got. We got our countertop right here, beautiful. Is this your countertop height? Oh, you're gonna do it so that. now he's showing off. Look at this. This is beautiful. Look at how strong Stay he is already. You don't have to put the hands in front unless you want to. <laughs> All right, I will. There you go. Good. And keep those hips back. Perfect, just like that. So he knew you'd help him if he needed it. That's right, I was here. <laughs> So just a couple Very of my good. recommendations, but I make sure that folks feel really comfortable in that golf position. These are also great exercises for day-to-day -day activities as well. So great way to stay healthy and stay mobile so you can do the activities you'd love to do. I think that's what's so important. I think a lot of times people think they're gonna see a physical therapist after they've already had an injury, but it's good to have these like in your back pocket so you can do them before you're Absolutely. injured. Absolutely. Excellent. And I'm so glad that Jeff could be here with us and actually could do these. Yeah, well done, Jeff. Yes. A plus. Great job. You're well. You're great. Thank you. I really hope today's program has provided you with some useful information and tips to keep your back healthy at any age. I know I learned a lot. Thank you so much, Joe and Jeff, for being with us. And thank you for joining us on Seniors Today. This episode of Seniors Today is sponsored by Dooley, a healthier approach to health and care.